0: welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. So you know how you handle that man? Prayer. See, don't, they don't go, oh, no, no. Just prayer. Just prayer! You just got through singing prayer changes things. You was playing James Cleveland on the way up here. now yeah, when you tell them to pray, oh, no, that, that ain't going to work. What I tried that. You tried it? Yeah, I tried it and it didn't work. <laughs> then you have a problem on your hands. When prayer don't work. When did you try it? Yesterday. I mean, can you give it some time? I gave it time. How much time is time? You've been acting a nut yourself for eight years. Can you give it another eight? The woman, you know, hey man, you ain't looking at nothing that you did. Yeah. Look at look at what you did. Right. You're going to give it eight minutes? A minute for each year you was a fool? <laughs> then you shocked with them before you got married. Whoa. Then you cheated all through the marriage. Both of you, you ain't going to give it some time? It takes time to heal all those wounds. Yeah. Yeah. I gave him a month. <laughs> man, what if God gave us a month? That's all right. Somebody wasn't expecting this message. Look at somebody and say mercy. 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 Yeah. What you get married for if you don't want to be married? Right, right. Yeah. What you get married for and you end the marriage acting like you don't want to be married and looking for reasons to not be married. Yeah. Knowing that if you break up, you're going to marry somebody and it's going to happen again because you steal you. Knowing him. Falling short. (coughs) I know I'm preaching. Look at somebody say, you might as well just stay together. Man, just stay together. Ain't nothing out there. Ain't nothing out there no different than you. If you don't try now, what, you gonna try later? What's gonna happen when another storm hits your next? Venture. You gonna quit that one too? But he just won't do right. Well, remember when you wouldn't mm-hmm. have you always done right well she just won't do right Pat, you're a man you can't make her do right and i'm not talking about like physically make her but you're a man i mean you can't like be like smart right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. buy some flowers or something are you crazy right. Right. got all the mac when they dating ain't got no mac mac run dry when they married. <laughs> i just don't know her Dude, you was Pepe Le Pew before y'all got married. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew was a Mac from way back. Remember that? I can't believe they showed that the kids, man. Pepe Le Pew was there. Mm, oh, oh. It's like, dude, man, is this appropriate? This little skunk is Nothing. painted itself, turned itself into a cat. I mean, he's crazy. Amen. But what happened to your mic, bro? Man? Amen. amen. And women, amen. Quit. You know, get off social networks. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be content with what you have. Quit watching the basketball wives. Yes. You throw a basketball at your husband and he'll duck. Why are you watching the basketball wives? <laughs> your husband got no handles. Why you watching the Why you watching the basketball? Why, men, same thing. Why you got all the jet beauties of the week in your billfold? <laughs> Remember they used to call it that—the billfold. <laughs> you know your wife don't look like that. She gonna do what she said. So that's what you like? You should have told somebody, because I'm nothing like that. You man got pictures of old relationship folks. Friends on what you doing friends on Facebook with somebody from your past like that? Are you crazy or are you just nasty? I ain't talking to just the men, women too. Keeping old relationships, flames. Am I preaching in here today? That social media, man, is going to be the death of some folks. I don't know what's worth, getting social media and all that junk or getting your family involved with all your business. Everything you and your husband going through, they shouldn't know nothing. Why do they know anything? Well, they saw me crying. That's because when you walked in the door. "Ah!" What's wrong, baby? "Ah!" It's Willie again what him trying to hide it what did he do Ah! did he hit you Ah! I didn't tell him nothing I didn't tell him nothing you told him everything telepathically I don't understand these folks then how you think he gonna feel amen can I look at somebody say mercy Have mercy. In your anger, you need to have mercy. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Falling short. We all make mistakes. There are temptations that we struggle with, and there are even times when we just do the fool. Anybody ever done that? Oh yeah. Anybody ever done the fool? Oh yeah. Who has never done the fool? Raise your hand. Get out. (laughs) Because you're lying. We all do, you know, have done the fool before and fall short. Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If you're a human being, there's no way you can measure up to the glory of God. So we all have come short of it. Does that make sense? Making mistakes does not necessarily make us bad people or even sinners. As long as we acknowledge our error and ask God to forgive us, we can be reinstated into fellowship with god that's the whole purpose jesus died so that you could be reinstated if you don't understand that then you're missing the best part jesus died because we all got issues amen all of us now maybe if you was born 60 70 years ago but then you had racism and all those issues now we just got pure old-fashioned Dysfunction. Amen. Raised without a father. Raised without a mother. Raised on the street. Raised by wolves. I mean, just all kinds of stories. I mean, just crazy stuff that you have to deal with that brought crazy issues into your life. Right. And so we have to point to the cross of Calvary so that we can catch. Amen. So that God can give us another chance. Because those issues and that dysfunction are causing us to do dumb stuff sometimes. Amen. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. So as long as we acknowledge our errors and ask God to forgive us, we can be reinstated. First John one and nine. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to what? Forgive us us our sins. And to what? Make us. Brand new. If any man be in Christ, he's a what? Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. We all sin and fall short of God's standard. Anyone that pretends to never sin is a liar, and they deceive themselves. They sin when they said they never sin. They lied. 1 John 1 and 8. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. I had to. This lady emailed me because I had this as a part of one of my daily words, and she emailed me back. I want to unsubscribe to you because you're wrong. She said because I never sin. Delete. It's just some foolishness. I never sin. Who says that? Why would you want to say that? Does that make you feel better? Amen. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm a little different. I kind of need Calvary. Amen. I mean, every now and then I need Jesus. You may never need him. But I do. Amen. Above reproach. When a person is not happy with themselves, that was her problem. She's not happy with herself. I could read into it in the email. I bet you've never seen, but I bet your kids are possessed. I mean, heads spinning around, green stuff, everything. I bet, I I don't even have to know you to know. I bet your husband's not saved. Mm -hmm. So I know you're not happy with yourself, because who can be happy in that situation? Who can be happy being that saved and no one around them can measure up? When a person is not happy with themselves due to past sin and mistakes, they will usually judge others harshly. Yeah, that's that pastor just just calling out everything. Sister Willis, stand up. You was talking about, folks. Get out. Brother Nelson, come up here. Get on the altar now. I'm not going to expose you in front of everybody, but you know what you did. Come on. Yeah. He's not happy with himself. That's that preacher that's at the church seven days a week because he don't want to be home. Got you there, everybody. Oh, we got something happening every night at our church. That's because you don't want to be home, bro. He's not happy with himself, so he's going to judge others very harshly. Luke 6 and 41. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But perceivest not the beam that is in thine own eye. It's the beam in your eyes, basically what he's saying, that's making you notice the mote in everybody else's. You see what Christ is saying? It's your issues with yourself that's making you point out everyone else's. You got a problem with yourself and that's why nobody else can measure up. You find something wrong with everybody. Everything. Everything. But you're not happy with yourself. So you're just going to find something negative about everything. That's why you see. You really see in what you are. Yeah, you're very hard on yourself. And so you're hard on everybody else. And that's what Jesus is saying. Amen. That's in relationships, too. Amen. That's in relationships, too. Amen. You don't have what you thought you should have. You don't have what you thought you were going to have at that age. You have not excelled to the place where your mama said you would be. And you haven't lived up to it. And then you marry a man that may not be able to get you there. And so you always find a fault in him because you're really not happy with yourself. I think I made a mistake. Whenever somebody says that about marriage, I think I made a mistake, they're the mistake. Oh, I wish I could preach at ABC. Why would you say that to somebody? I think I made a mistake. You can't ever take that back. Even when y'all reconcile and things are good, you still remember. Why you got to say that? Can I get amens and ABC? I know this is a hard word. The word is hard. It's a hard word. Many will cover up their shortcomings and insecurities with pride and affectation. Instead of showing mercy toward others, they demand justice. I don't want to be around nobody demanding justice. Oh, God's going to get them. Don't say that. Amen. Oh, yeah. The day is coming. Folks are going to start dropping dead in the pulpit. <laughs> what? What? Why are they going to drop dead? Because God has judged them. You don't understand. When God judges them, the whole world blows up. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. God's going to judge everything at the end. Yes. Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but instead of showing mercy and giving people another chance or trying to work through things, you demand justice. This happens a lot, especially with, when you grow up without a father, then you meet that father later, or maybe your parents were divorced or whatever. You didn't have the good relationship with that father. And so when, as you get older, you begin to demand justice instead of giving him mercy. Yeah, yeah. In other words, you don't want, you know, when you go talk to him, oh nah, nah, man, you, you wasn't here, man. You wasn't here. The biological just wasn't logical, you, you know. And so you won't give him a chance. But what you didn't take into account was, there was a conduit there, which was your mama. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. And so probably, not all the time, but probably as you were growing up, when she got mad at him, That's right. guess who got caught up in the middle of it? That's right. You. And a lot of times she painted a picture of him that wasn't real. That's right. And most men, after a few years of that, would just give up, say, man, I can't, I can't do nothing. Because the woman in the middle is messing things up. Mm -hmm. And then the kid grows up on mama's side. Mm -hmm. Thinking that something is wrong with daddy. When in actuality the mama kept you from the daddy. I can't get amens here. Yeah that's a real thing. That can really happen. So that's why you have to have mercy. Because you don't understand. It was two people involved in that. I know all you heard was his mistakes and his flaws. And you give mama a pass because she was always there. But you don't know how it really went down. So you got to show mercy. And not demand justice. I know I'm preaching in here today. Because that's only going to affect your relationship. am I saying you got to always give daddy a pass. Yes. Don't you want one? Anybody here don't want a pass? Anybody in here want justice on themselves? Go ahead and judge me God. I don't see no hands. Yeah, but so we gotta. Yeah, we gotta have mercy. That's right. Look at somebody and say mercy. Mercy. Proverbs eleven and seventeen. The merciful man doth good to his own what? But he that is cruel makes himself sick. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Oh yes, make yourself sick. Cancer, diabetes, all of these things. Because a lot of times with diabetes and the sugar, all you're doing is trying to find pleasure in the sugar and overeating it and eating too much of it to the point to where your body can no longer process it. That's how diabetes, that's onset. And so it, it, it sets on you because you had an issue that you were trying to eat your way out of. Yeah. Couldn't sleep at night, lost sleep, processes in the body, couldn't complete, cancer came. Cell apoptosis, your your cells weren't able to die like they were supposed to, so new cells grew on old cells, became a tumor, tumor became malignant, that's cancer. All because you were sitting up mad at somebody, because you wouldn't show mercy. Bible said mercy doeth good to his own soul, a man a merciful man. But he that is cruel, or he that doesn't show mercy or that demands justice, makes himself sick. He troubleth his own flesh. Can I preach in here? We did the whole message letting go. You better let some stuff go and not hold that stuff. Truth of the matter is that we all deserve death for our sins. That's the truth of the matter. A Christian, I mean, as Christians, we should be willing to forego justice for mercy and forgiveness. I just, you know, daddy, mama, whatever. I forgive you. Let's just move on. Let's pick up from right here and try to have a relationship. I give you another chance. I keep giving you chances. As many as you need. Because I understand. I was too young or some things may have happened I didn't understand and I interpreted it as one thing but hey, I wasn't... Your vantage point may be different so hey, let's, let's, just, let's, let's just forgive and move on right now. Because if you don't, it's going to work through you. A lot of times you want them to do you give back time you can't so you have to show mercy I know I'm preaching Matthew 6 and 14 for if you forgive me their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you then he goes on to say but if you won't forgive me your trespasses you forget about God forgiving you look at somebody and say mercy Judge not. We should never condemn people for their mistakes. None of us have the right to condemn anyone for their mistakes because we all make them. Amen. Amen. We cannot pass severe judgments on people without those same judgments coming back on us. That's what Jesus meant. Judge not that ye shall not be judged. You know, that's the favorite LGBT scripture. All the gays know that scripture. Judge not. That's all they say. The Bible said judge not. No, no. Let's finish it. Judge not that ye shall not be judged. For whichever manner you judge, you will be judged. Amen. So we're supposed to judge with righteous judgment, but we don't condemn people. Righteous judgment will not allow it because the only reason we have righteous judgment is because God the Father is righteous and we have him. But upon ourselves, we are not righteous. There is none righteous, no, not one. So basically it's saying you're just using God's word to judge a situation. But you can never condemn the person or pass punishment on them. Does that make sense? Matthew 7 and 2. For with what judgment ye judge, you shall be judged. What measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. This is not to say that a person that is practicing sin or harming the body of Christ should not be called out by those that have the authority. The Bible is explicit on that situation. But whenever possible, we should try to reconcile those brethren that fall short back to God. Does that make sense? Whenever possible, we should try to reconcile them back to God. 6 and 1 of Galatians, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of what? Meek. Talked about that a few weeks ago. Considering thyself, lest thou also be what? In other words, you're going to need it too. Yeah. You're going to need to be restored. And you're going to want somebody to use meekness when they come to restore you. So you don't want to judge someone too harshly because you will be judged the same way. Yeah. Whatever person has wronged us. Or is a poor, unfortunate person in need, we should have mercy toward them, just as God has shown us mercy. Amen? Amen. Hasn't God shown you mercy? Yes, he has. Amen. So if it's a person in need, and you have what they need, and you judge the situation righteously, you help them out. Amen? Y'all heard I said judge the situation righteously. Amen? Because I don't need you depending on me helping you. I ain't paying all your bills all the time. Amen. But if I got something and you need a little help here and there, we all need that. Amen. Amen. We'll try to do it. But, man, we got to judge the situation. Amen. If you was the fool with your money, then I'm sorry. That means you're going to be the fool with my money. So, no, you can't have none. If anybody's going to be the fool, I'm going to be the fool with my money. Because it's mine. I judge the situation. I see homeless man. you know, they come up to your car and different things. I'll judge the situation. I start looking around and, you know, my mind starts computing things and looking around, trying to figure the situation out. Before you even you know, you don't have much time because here he comes. So he's just, I'm just computing, looking at his sign, looking at his socks. Then I judge the situation. If he say he hungry, okay, I'll be right back. Yeah, you're hungry, I'll be right back. Well, no, it ain't hunger. It's... it's <laughs> It's gas. I, I I need gas. Dude, what'd what you need gas for? Where's your car? Dude, you're not even looking like the type that owns a car. Where's your car? Uh, it's down. It's up the road, man. I just, you know, it's like, well, well, come on. I, I will go to your car because I got a gas can. I just put the, put the gas can. Oh. Out of all the cars, you had to have a gas can. But sometimes they don't have to say anything. Sometimes they come up and the Holy Spirit just leads you here. Here you go, brother. Here you go. I'm not even going through all that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a woman. Man, I help a woman. I, here you go. I don't even care. I don't want to hear the story. It's a female. You got it. Here you go. Whatever I got, whatever, you know, here you go. Amen. But you got to judge the situation sometimes. Amen. Run and get getting the car better than yours. <laughs> Taking stuff off. Whew. Mm. <laughs> These rotten teeth. Huh? They're messing up. 1 Peter 3 and 8, finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be what? Be pitiful and be courteous. That means feel sorry for people sometimes. Amen? Feel so- can you feel sorry? I know you got a cast iron chest barbed wire around your heart because you had to be out there on your own. But can you feel something sometimes? He didn't get nothing to mine because ain't nobody gave me nothing. Can you have some compassion? Amen. Can you cry? Have you ever cried? Sometimes some things ought to make you cry. Amen. Amen. It's not natural to not cry. Amen. Jesus wept. Can you imagine Jesus knowing the outcome and still wept? You can't feel sorry for somebody. You know, I know I I, I appear tough and all of that, but, man, I I feel sorry for people. I start crying. I cried at some movies. I cried at Toy Story 3. I was on the plane, man, and the stewardess came by. She was like, you okay? Andy, dude, Andy got to give all of them (laughs) over. Don't you front Come on now Come on Come on fellas You know But you ought to be able to cry sometimes Amen Amen You got to cry feel sorry sometimes Feel sorry for you. Summary There is going to come a time When you will need what There is going to come a time when you need mercy. You will be in a situation where you will desire to be reinstated by God after you err. But there's going to come a time when you want to be reinstated after you err. (laughs) Look at somebody say, don't err. Don't err. Now, I think it's error when you say it like that. Is that right? Error. Error. So I'm going to get Janine. Error. Error. So do not deny others' mercy. God desires to bring us all to heaven. You know, God wants you there? Man, when growing up in the church I grew up, I just knew God hated human beings. I said, God must hate us. He won't let the women wear pants. Women can't wear lipstick and toe, show their toes. Lord, if your shoulder is out, some old deacon is just going to be perverted and just ruin the ministry. That's the way it was in my church. I just, man, God just hate us. Man, he must not want anybody in heaven. Preachers will get up and preach, you know, you're just filthy rags. you're no good, you're nothing, you're nothing, you are nothing to God, you're just whack, just trash, you're just trash. (laughs) After the sermon, (laughs) just all drugs because of the message, I mean, just like, man, I am trash, I might as well just act like it. Filthy rags, dogs. Y'all dogs and... <laughs> Y'all didn't grow up in a church? That was the visiting preacher. But you know the pastor told him to say that. Man, I need you to preach the dog message today. Because they've been acting up. Just dogs and Sluts. Sluts. <laughs> Try to scare you so they could have like a 100% altar call. Right. Okay, we're going to open the doors of the church. Boom, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> then they can brag to their friends. Man, everybody was at the altar today. Everybody. Dude, that's because you called everybody dogs and sluts. Because it's really dumbing you down. If they can dumb you down and take your esteem, then your esteem belongs to them. That's right. okay. So what they do is they dumb you down to dumbness and then play the music and stuff to make you feel better. And that means to to feel better, you gotta do what? Come to church. Uh-huh. You didn't know that, did you? Yeah, you come to church and feel better. So church was all about feeling better. So you go all week, I mean, Friday night, you just boots and overcoat. Saturday, just I mean, just what gonna barely make it. Fall in the door Sunday. Whoo, I can't wait to get to church so I can feel better. It never worked on me. I'd be the one in the audience yelling stuff back. Your mama (laughs) call me no (laughs) rag. I got a lot of whoopings when I was young, I'm telling you. Took one for the team every Sunday. But God is (laughs) God desires to bring us all to heaven. He has a place for us all in his kingdom. God is not trying to put people in hell. So why are we? We are not better than God. And because God is merciful, we should also desire to be what? Merciful. Merciful. Now, we should abhor sin and we should not ignore our brothers and sisters in error. In fact, we should be merciful toward them and try to help them return to To their rightful place in God. If they will not hear. Then that's another story. Amen. But if they will hear. Acknowledge their error. And repent. Then we should be willing to help them move past any and all mistakes. And give them direction for total deliverance. And future avoidance of sin. The mercy you give. Is the same mercy you will receive. Matthew 5 and 7, blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. Amen. (laughs) Gotta show mercy. Everybody stand up because everybody needs this prayer. That's the thing that dysfunction does. Dysfunction and issues from your past and the way you were raised and all the anger and hatred and wrath and all the things that were implanted in your life because of negative situations stemming from divorce and neglect and abandonment and all that all that stuff comes to make you feel a certain way and when you feel a certain way it's hard sometimes for you to show mercy because you feel like life wasn't fair to you so you don't be fair with others it, it happens all the time happens when you don't know it's happening happens in your conversation That's why you're busybody and gossip all the time. That's why you don't ever have anything good to say when you wish you could have said something good. Hey, man, you know you've done it. Hung up the phone and be like, dog, I wish I had said something better. Mm. You ever done that? I know I have. Like, man, I just cut that brother up. Man, you got to call him back. Man, dude, I'm sorry, man. Something just rose up in me. And it's just issues. And we all have them. And so they all affect the way we judge situations, but we have to show mercy and be merciful to others as God has bestowed mercy upon us. Amen. Everyone bow your heads. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for adamant believers. counsel. Thank you for this message. Thank you, God, for having mercy on us all. God, as bad as some of us have been, the mistakes, the errors, all the situations that we get ourselves into that stem from past situations and issues. God, we know that you said that you are not a high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities but was at all points tempted as we were yet without sin. And so, Father God, we know that you understand what we're going through and, that, and you have mercy because you are a merciful God. And we thank you for mercy. We thank you for being merciful, being patient, being kind toward us. But God, sometimes we don't even transfer that to our own brothers and sisters. We hold them in contempt. We bang the gavel and speak judgmentally and judge the situation before it's time. God, we pass judgment, harsh judgment on some. We demand justice in some situations. God right now I pray for every believer in here that is under the sound of my voice God that we would go back and look at some situations even some of those situations that we may have mishandled and we'll go back and apply mercy to it. Father God we'll apply mercy in our own relationships and our own lives. God we'll see people and then try our best to understand where they're coming from. Understand why they're doing what they do and then understanding that we're doing things too because of what we've been through. If we keep that understanding, God, then we'll have no problem showing mercy to others. So I pray right now that we will be better at this. God, that you will help us to mature in this area so that we can be merciful and be blessed to obtain the same mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. you've been listening to a true church perspective from g craig lewis founder of ex ministries and pastor of adamant believers council in grand prairie texas If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com.